That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you've finished listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and with me as always is my good friend and co-host, Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today, and have you done your weekly review? Hey, James. I am doing good today, except for the fact that I did not do my weekly review, and I feel bad because I thought I was going to do it, but then I did not. And I, I don't even have a good story <laughs> of why, why I did not. How about you? I'm doing well. Um, I uh, got laundry done today, Ooh. but not a weekly review. So, <laughs> but I'm sure yes. people, people I might interact with would probably rather I be in clean clothes than have a finished weekly review. So it was an okay <laughs> trade-off, I believe. Um, and, um, so now that we've both totally biffed on our weekly reviews, how do we do on our weekly to-dos? The weekly to-do, yeah, the weekly to-do. Gene and James are working through the weekly to-do. Well, my weekly to-do was to download my bank statements um, to prepare for tax time, and I did not download all of them. I only downloaded one uh, account's worth, and so that's not done, and I will finish it. That will be my next week's to-do as well. And, of course, you know, you can always break that one thing was really a project— so each account <laughs> is really its own separate task. Um, so right. you did you did a piece of of your project, um, mm-hmm. and you could even say each statement is its own action. <laughs> although it's usually easier to just batch them up once you're on a site. So yeah, um, and you know, I I clicked, I signed on, and then. I clicked to the <laughs> statements tab and then I stopped. Um, yeah, probably, <laughs> probably <laughs> downloading one would be the uh, the 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 most granular task you could have, um, and, mm-hmm. and and say that you accomplished something. But yeah, so one whole account that's great, um, well, and more you. to come. And mm-hmm. I was in the midst of uh, cleaning out old food stuffs from my various kitchen cabinets. Um, and that was my task was to finish that. And I did. Okay. Um, so now I have my cupboards are more bare, but I know what's in there. And none of the stuff in there, like, says used by 2016. Um <laughs> And, um, yeah, so I feel good about that. Um, and now I can start filling it up with stuff that I actually, I actually want. Yeah, that's good, James. Um, you know, one of the things that I got into several years ago, even before I 
got a house was um, with a, I had a book called Clearing Your Clutter with Feng Shui. And uh, it was the first time I really learned anything about Feng Shui. And I could not tell you, you know, a lot of the, the finer details of it, but some of the the basic points kind of made sense to me. And one was, you know, your kitchen is the source of the energy of your house. You know, if you think of it like, you know, that's where your food comes mm -hmm. from. And having clearing out clutter from the kitchen is going to release energy, you know, more healthy energy for your whole house. Well, I hope that it works. Um, it's... Uh so far, I haven't felt a big energy change, but um, it's <laughs> it it's only it's only the last couple of days that I managed to get it finished. So, um, mm. I, of course, especially through the pandemic, the energy source, the main energy source in my house has been whoever brings the DoorDash order, um, <laughs> as opposed to the kitchen. But um, we'll try to uh, try to lessen that in the new year and uh, prepare more my own food in a kitchen mm -hmm. where I actually know what I have in what cabinets. Um, so that's, yeah. that is good. So nice to know it's a feng shui step in the right direction also. Yes. Um, and then my next weekly to do. Oh, goodness. Well... <laughs> I don't know. Well, yours is just a continuation. Yeah. Downloading bank statements. Uh, yeah. There's probably a ta tax-related task you can come up with. Oh, yeah. I can – there's definitely – I can make sure that the tax documents that are coming in, either through email notifications, you know, that I can download them or paper ones coming in, I can make sure that those are all gathered up. Mm -hmm. um, that's a great idea. Yeah, in fact, this time at the end of January is, is I think, when they're required to be yes. delivered to us. So. Um, yep, so time to make that that physical folder called Taxes 2021 or 2021 <laughs> Taxes, depending on how you prefer to label things. Um, excellent. Well, uh, you had mentioned before the show that uh, – we you uh, had some questions about mm -hmm. how I arrived at the eight things um, that we had talked about a few episodes ago, and so um, I thought, feel free to ask those questions, and I'll try to answer them as best I can. Yeah, um, because when we talked about them, and that was on episode one ninety six, um, I thought, oh, this is. Um, this is a very interesting way to think about, you know, what's on your plate, basically, and what, um, what, whether you are um, putting time and effort in areas that you care about, um, and um, so for for anybody that did not listen to episode eight ninety six, I'm going to recap your eight. Uh, your eight things. We've been just calling it eight things because we decided they're not buckets. They're like categories of actions, right? Yeah. That's, uh, that, I think, essentially 
They're okay. Oh, uh, I can recap them. So it's uh, so, and they just are things that are areas where I, looking back at just what I tend to do with my time, they they fall for me into these categories. Um, the first three, like I I learn stuff. I produce stuff and I connect with people. Um, and then I have Thrive, which is anything kind of health, fitness, etc. related. Uh, Prosper, which is anything kind of money, financial, legal related. Um, enjoy, which is anything enjoyment related. Um, <laughs> and then... Uh, Kind of two, because I was trying to keep them all verbs, um, possess, mm -hmm. which is anything that has to do with owning stuff. Um, that's like the whole process of researching what you want to buy, buying the thing. If you have like a warranty on it, getting a repair done, like mm -hmm. everything in the, in the set, in the, in, the, in that whole life cycle of owning a thing. Um, and for me, it's not only physical things, but like digital things also if you have subscriptions or whatever they're kind of possessions mm -hmm. that you're paying for and then the last one is process which is um sort of that notion of of doing for me it's the 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 uh the getting things done process but basically how you handle all the incoming stuff in your life and what you do with it um mm -hmm. which doesn't necessarily fall into any of those other buckets. I said buckets. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know. Eight things to me just sounds better than eight buckets. Yeah. No, eight things is, is fine. Um, and I thought, um, you know, my first uh, inclination was like, oh, well, let me, using James's eight things, uh, categorize my my stuff my things that I do um or spend where I spend most of my time but then I, then I thought well James came up with this you know because it worked for him and maybe um I if I do that I might overlook something that's more important to me or something I spend more time on than James does and all that so I thought maybe I, I'll see if uh I, you know, how I would ap approach this. And uh, so the first thing I did, actually, because I, I was like, well, what do I do? Like, like right now, um, I feel like uh, it's been an, I don't know, I, I guess that part of it is like, what, what do I do versus what do I want to be doing? So did that affect how you... Um, thought about these areas and um do they reflect what what you're actually doing or um is there any aspirational quality to these eight things so the way what i thought was that instead of like setting goals and um you know figuring out like things that i want to do or like mm -hmm what's important to me what i decided to do was look back over the things that i seem to end up doing 
And mm-hmm. not just like in the last week or the last month, but in this case, like over a lifetime, one of okay. the things that I seem to keep coming back to, mm-hmm. um, regardless of what my goals were throughout all of those years, because the goals okay. have changed over time and exactly what I'm trying to do might have changed over time. But I found that it seems like there are these categories of things that I keep that Personally, I keep coming back and and doing um, whether like almost whether I want to or not. They just seem to be like (laughs) the things that James left to his own devices seems to end up doing this stuff. Um, And it was less about it was kind of less about like an exercise in what's like. I think sometimes when you do that, what's important to me, mm-hmm. sometimes that or goal setting, I think sometimes you start like what you you think about what you should be thinking is important to you. I think mm-hmm. sometimes that mm-hmm. creeps in. Whereas if you look at your past behavior, like you can't you can't hide from the fact that, you know, you you well, you wanted to be a like a novelist, but you haven't written any novels. Um, so that could change, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But it's quite possible that day to day, like innately, there are other things that are more important to you that you spend time on. Um, and that just because you maybe there's a piece of your brain that says you should be doing this, maybe that maybe that's not the thing you maybe that's just something stuck in your head and maybe along the lines of the things that you naturally find yourself doing maybe that's along the lines of of what i don't want to say should again but that it's most natural for you to do Mm -hmm. um although some of them like thrive right? Exercise is not a natural thing for me. (laughs) Um, But it is something that, um, so there's, but on the other hand, you know, there's not exercising fall kind of like, and, and the effects on your health because of it fall in the thrive bucket also, because they, Mm -hmm. they kind of lead to whatever level of health you're, you might be at. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, it does. Um, it does. Well, yeah, when I I sat down to sort of start brainstorming um, for myself, I, the what I did was, I'm getting out my piece of paper here. I, um, I actually sort of took different periods of my life when I was doing different things, because, you know, uh, like you, I've, I've been, um, I've done not radically different things. It's not like I was a welder and then a championship swimmer and then <laughs> a brain surgeon. But, um, you know, I've been worked in different industries and I also spent a good chunk of time in graduate school and I I just used it as like kind of a tool for help me like brainstorm um, and 
and maybe tease out things that I like doing that I didn't realize I had spent so much time on, you know, over the years. So mm -hmm. when you said like, I, you know, this is like, um, influenced by things I've been doing my whole life. Um, that, that's what I, I, I was inclined to do as well. And so, you know, just sort of, sort of helped me, um, uh, come up with things you know I, I spent some time like just like uh, jotting down all the things that I liked doing when I was in graduate school um, when I worked in New York City in book publishing what I like have been doing since I come to Portland I mean some of the things are the same but um, and um, and then I just made a little list of what I you know, spend my time on, like in the last month, what <laughs> mm -hmm. to uh, sort of see, you know, if, um, uh, but you know, it's, it's kind of hard to do like too, when you think about the, um, how radically uh, our lives are structured, how radically different they are structured in the last two years. Um, the fact is like, I spend a lot of time in my apartment and I wouldn't be doing that if I could just go out and about all the time hanging out with people and, you know, going to stuff. So I don't know, but I'm not going to let that, that, uh, thwart me from figuring out what I, um, you know, what my things might be and where, uh, because I like this, I like this setup. But I, I, I predict when I, I finish, like I'll probably have pretty much what you have, but maybe, um, you know, sort of reshuffled a couple of categories and differently. But because, um, of course, you have a lot of overlap. You know, um, if you have something like, well, you know. Uh, enjoy like a lot of stuff that you have in the other things are things you enjoy absolutely and or you wouldn't be doing them <laughs> and a lot of things that um yeah and i would say that it's almost like the first three were kind of trying to sum up my professional life more mm -hmm. um like if you want to look at it that way like the it, it's almost like the first three were trying to sum up what I do professionally. Yeah. The next three were kind of things that I might do like on my own that aren't like work, like nobody's going to pay me to exercise <laughs> or if they wanted to. Um, <laughs> you can feel free to contact the show and I will gladly work <laughs> out for money. Um, but, um, but there, it's almost like life maintenance stuff and enjoy mm -hmm. is in there because that's also, you know, enjoying things reduces stress levels and, you know, mm -hmm. you need some of that. And then the last two are almost like life maintenance stuff, right? Possessing yeah. stuff and processing everything and just kind of keeping, keeping the wheel, the wheels turning. Um, mm -hmm. So that's kind of how I was looking at it where the first three were a little more like 
professional or like um but even mm-hmm. you know since our conversation since we've talked during the episodes you know i've thought about like you could there's a lot of, obviously there's a lot of ways you can slice any group of activities like explain mm-hmm. or teach i love to explain things to people um mm-hmm. but that's not like but but usually that's in the form of you know producing something right i learn something right. I learn something, then I produce a course or a class or a blog post or something or mm-hmm. a tech talk at a conference, and then I explain that to to other people, um, mm-hmm. which also connects, right? So it's kind of like this notion of like learn, produce some kind of explanatory material and then connect with other people. Um, but then, you know, sometimes I just like, doing funny stuff um which is not i don't necessarily i don't know what i'm learning at that point and it's not explaining anything but you know it's an amusing if something's an amusing bit to put in a talk or a show or what have you then i might do that um but usually there's some form of production where i'm producing something software um software writing uh, a live show, a live talk, stuff. Like, there's always... Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you... It's... That's even a really big area, whereas I know I, like, I don't produce, you know, like, hand-carved wooden figurines. Like, I, like nothing I produce is physical, right? Except maybe if I wrote a book, there'd be a physical... Art, but I didn't make the book. I wrote the book. Um, so every like nothing that I produce is 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 a physical thing. I don't build side projects. I don't have a three D printer, and and I never have done <laughs> stuff like that. And I it it just that's probably not something I'm going to do. Yeah, you have made stickers for the weekly review. That's well, physical. Except it was I your design. I designed something on my computer and sent it to those people the sticker mule people and they Mm -hmm. created physical things i see you see what i mean like i didn't it's not like a handcrafted anything like yeah there's definitely i mean i've done t-shirts i've designed t-shirts and right i see what you're but but in terms of like some people you know they go out into the you know their workshop and they you know whip up a a like a handmade table or a like a beautiful chair or like all sorts of crafts or knitting or crochet yeah. like I I never do any of that like I never make anything and I and I think we can get into childhood issues where my <laughs> mom would not even let me put the decals on like a model like airplane or something like that because <laughs> she was afraid I would screw it up. So okay. for me, anyway, we don't have to <laughs> okay. get into all that. But I tend to create things that are like infinitely malleable, right? Where yeah. oh I like oh I can edit that line of, you know, I can yeah. change that chord, I can make you know, like and it it's not like oh you cut you measured twice and you still screwed it up when you cut once. And yeah. nothing's at right angles, and you screwed this bench up completely. 
Um, mm-hmm. You can always fix the software, no matter how badly you screwed it up. It's always there's always another potential version, um, and it's malleable. You're not so for possibly because of how I like how things happened in my childhood. Um, <laughs> that just seems to be like the kinds of things I produce. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm very happy other people produce wonderful things. It just doesn't happen to be something that I end up doing. You reminded me I have to put knitting on my list. I have just finished a second scarf. I'm feeling very productive that way. <laughs> and I, I might have a ninth thing to add, which is just Wordle. <laughs> Oh, God, don't. Wordle. <laughs> uh, Wordle, it sucked me in, you know. Um, I, I I guess on the day I started, I thought, oh, that's a sweet little puzzle. Um, I, I would do that every day. You know, it's, it only takes a few minutes, and it's fun to... I haven't finished the wordle today. I can't figure out these words. I have eliminated every vowel, I think, you know. <laughs> and I'm going to I don't even yeah. Oh yeah, uh, today's today is is uh today is not super easy. Mm-mm. And yet somehow I managed to get today's on the second guess. No way. Yes. And I'm like, James. How, how the heck did that happen? <laughs> I've, I've mind That's melded incredible. with the wordle. Um, I'm worried about that mind melding with the wordle. Like, you know, people joke that it's a little bit like that Star Trek Next Generation episode with the, you know, with the game. Oh, yes. That they play. And the, the game is fun. But of course, there's like super like dark ulterior motive behind the game. And I th- Today, I thought, what if there is something about Wordle, you know, <laughs> that we don't understand, but some evil aliens are, are going to swoop down on us as soon as our brains, it's turning our brains to mush and we don't even know it. That, well, you know. That's unlikely. If that's, <laughs> if that's the only thing in the world turning our brains to mush, I, that would be, <laughs> that would probably be a good thing. Um, and then... Um, uh, once I I didn't realize at first that you could use a letter more than once. Yeah, me neither at first uh, until it, um, you could. <laughs> and then and then I was like, oh, that that opens things up. Um, but I I enjoy it every day. It's part of enjoy, to be honest. It's, it's yeah, it's in a bucket. But um, I I do I do I am finding that I enjoy it. And the thing I enjoy about it is you only get one per day. Mm-hmm. Um, like you, uh, you, uh, yeah. you know that you can't get sucked into, you know, doing 40 of them. Um, and then a whole two hours is gone from your day. So the one a day thing is really nice. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> the other thing is that I don't even know, I did, I was thinking after we did our, our, original episode about the eight things mm-hmm. um and again if you're working through it yourself you know you could have six things you could have right. thir- 13 things what like doesn't matter um like there's no magic about the eight it just 
it just that's what I managed to work them down into. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's almost more of a way of like thinking about or framing your own behavior. Mm-hmm. Like so, you can think about um, like oh yeah, I guess I do do a lot of this or that, um, and. It's not, I don't even necessarily know that mine are correct, mm-hmm. per se. I would say that the, the um, like, you could, you could potentially say, I, like, my body is my possession. Therefore, anything Thrive-related is really, you know, part of possess. Because I'm just, it's just more maintenance. It's just my living body as opposed to, you know. Uh, an appliance. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. It seems like since there's a whole, there's a whole other system, you know, you have a yeah. doctors and health insurance or what it like pharmacies and blah, blah, blah. Like it's a whole thing yeah. um, that it seems like it deserves its own, its own bucket. And also somehow you, th- you probably think about <laughs> Think about your own health differently than the the, the health of your refrigerator. Um, <laughs> probably. Like, you know, your refrigerator is rattling a little bit in the back and you're like, well, maybe it could, maybe it'll hang on a little bit longer because I'm not ready yeah. to buy a new one. But, you know, if you're, if you're rattling when you talk, maybe you should see somebody about that sooner rather than later. Because you can well, always I, get a new refrigerator. Um, yeah. You're not going to get a new you. No. Um, one of the things I liked when you first uh, explained, like, the possess uh, category is, like, it, it did kind of come in sharp relief to me what amount of time and mental energy I'm spending on possessions. And I consider myself not, you know, like a very possessive person. You know, I don't. Right like to own a lot like of things. That super I don't materialistic. Do, right, I don't do a lot of shopping. But then I was like, hmm. you know, I mean, part of it is having moved to a new apartment where I do need some new possessions. Um, otherwise, why, why did I move into this um, larger space? But uh, yeah, I, um, I, I had, I, I noticed just um you know that i haven't counted the amount of time i spend doing research and thinking about and you know f- reading reviews on stuff that i buy as like a uh, i i not that it needs to count somewhere but it just i had um you know it definitely is a bit of a time sink cuz you can you know look up after an hour and go like what did i you know I just was on the internet looking for an electric fireplace and that now an hour has gone by and I don't, haven't even ordered one yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Well, and uh, I find that the vast majority of my, pos- or a lot of my possessions are in support of the other buckets, Right. Yeah. So a lot of what I have is to help produce things. Right. That's Mm -hmm. why I have why I have my laptop. Why I have my ukulele and some keyboards and some a lot of cables. Mm 
<laughs> a lot of cables. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I wouldn't have those things if, if I wasn't trying to use them to create stuff. Um, and um, it's also, you know, even a like in in my conception of it, even a piece of software like an app that you buy or even a free app is a possession, right? So yes, you download whatever. You have Keynote for presentations and then – there's a chunk of time like learn like any tool like learning how to use a tool physical or software is also mm-hmm. part of of that which also plays into my learn category um mm-hmm. for me um but it is kind of a cost of you getting a tool and knowing how to use it well there's definitely time involved with that or even you get that little gadget and then you you know you're going to unfold that thing and try to figure out the directions of how to use it um and i don't know about you but there are definitely mm-hmm. things that i have owned where i'm pretty sure i do one thing with it and it could probably do 30 other things that i just don't know how to make it do that yeah no that's true and i definitely go through a lot of uh um it, depending on the software you know i might spend time deciding whether I need it and whether, you know, which, um, which software to buy. Um, well, and we've even done multiple episodes early on in the podcast, just about like email, email software. filtering <laughs> and helping reduce the load of your inbox software, um, yeah. which again, we both have found useful very useful Mm -hmm. but you know those are in essence possessions because you have to pay for those services and um but that's that's a and that's fine like there's nothing wrong with spending time thinking about what you're going to purchase and do you need it and are you going to use it and which one of the ones that are available to you best meets your needs those are all great things to do um Mm -hmm. but you know they they definitely take up they they really eat yeah. into your wordle time you know <laughs> or time doing other things um but i also well. find over the years personally that like some people could just buy a thing and then that's just the thing they bought and that's fine i always find that like if i don't do the research no matter what mm-hmm. i buy i'm going to like i'm going to then learn something about the thing that i didn't look at and then i'm going to wish i had that other thing Every time mm-hmm. I use the one thing, I'll like regret that that's what I have. So mm-hmm. for me, it always makes sense to do to do the research. Yeah, it's not a um, it's not a foolproof insurance policy against regret, but at least you know you did the research. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, and when it comes to apps, I I mean it's been pretty much this way for me all along since the app store opened is don't spend more time researching than the cost of the app. Like, you know, even if the the app is $5 and it's some people like it, give it a shot. Like it's just $5. Don't, um, don't overthink it. Um, but, and also give money to app developers 
they deserve it. They work hard on those apps that are one or two or five or more dollars. So Absolutely. And I find that I also will buy an app and try it out. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if it's, if it's not, you know, tens of dollars, if it's, you know, if it's something like 30 bucks or up, I'll, yeah, you have to, I'll, I'll to, be like, well, do mm-hmm. I really need this? Am I going to, but um, you know, mm-hmm. anything under $10, I'll, I'll probably buy it just to give it a try. On the other hand, I find for the most part, I don't, like whenever we talk, um, you like have this. You have like six apps that you're you've tried and whatever. And I like it never even occurred to me to look for an app in that category. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I think partially explained by your preference for native, uh, you know, apps that came with the device or um, use the. Don't go to the third-party app if there's a perfectly good option already installed. Right. And that's not to say that, you know, it. the beautiful thing is that it, everybody can do their own thing. Um, yeah. I, no, you've, you've made me more uh, aware of, of my, like, what just because everybody is buying uh x app doesn't mean you have to buy it like <laughs> it, i don't know if you if they were all you know jumping off a cliff would you jump off with them um but yeah it's sometimes um i think you know because i'm i am daily involved in a online community where people are always looking at new tools. Um, sometimes I get unduly influenced to try new things. There's nothing wrong with, with trying new things either. Um, yeah. That's, um, I probably, um, unless I hear of like a compelling reason to change, I tend to be, uh, stick with the workflow that I have just because usually um, if if it's been working for me, there's plenty of other things to to focus on than than moving to something else. Um, but I'm sure I miss some stuff that way too. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's pros and cons to to both. Um, well, we've been chatting quite a while. Um, maybe we should have just done four things this episode. Um, <laughs> but um, of course, we can always come back and chat about this more. But do you have anything else for this episode, or is this a decent stopping point for you? Yeah, I I mean, I do not have anything else. I think it's a good time to call it a podcast episode. All right, excellent. Um, well, in that case, um, it's time to wrap up this episode so we can get back to getting things done. Um, we'd love, if you decide to go through this exercise, we'd love you to share your eight or seven or 32 things with us. Um, you can... Always uh, find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog and Twitter, we are at The Weekly Review. And you can always email us at hello at theweeklyreview.fm. It would also be great if you'd rate or review the podcast. Um, it helps new listeners find us. It helps us find new listeners. And we always love to hear from you um, one way or another. Every single, every single 
means of communication. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next Weekly Review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things you got to do You'll think about them all in the Weekly Review The Weekly Review, yeah, the Weekly Review Sitting down, it's all coming